from the nursery just exploding all the way up to our women's and men's ministry. God, I just thank you for bringing such a growth, Lord, not just in numbers, but a spiritual growth, Lord, a depth, Lord, that there's desire, Lord, from even the youngest little toddlers in here, the babies in here, all the way to the to the wise and elderly people in here, that there's a desire to go deeper with you, God. Thank you for doing that in our hearts. God, draw our hearts to you. Help us, Lord, to just spur each other on. Help us to just encourage each other in the in the last two-minute warning, God, in the 30-second warning. Help us just to encourage each other to keep on pressing on. Lord, I thank you for the miracles, Lord, of healing that we saw, Lord, in the youth and in the children's ministry, God. I just thank you for that. I pray that that would continue to grow, Lord. Just use each group, Lord, mightily in the church this coming year. Thank you for what you've done, Lord, in 2022, Lord. Thank you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. God, I just thank you, Father, for putting a vision, Lord, in the heart of our pastors, our our, our leaders, God. And I thank you for the vision of First New Testament Academy, God. I thank you that you put that in Lee's heart, Father, and I thank you that you brought it to fruition, Lord. I thank you for the the help you provided this summer through Brandon, God. Bless him for it, Lord. I thank you, God, for the teachers that you've provided. I thank you for Linda. God, I thank you for Brianna, Lord. I thank you that you're going to bring in Jonathan to help us, God. Thank you, Lord. And you know what we need, God. We bring thanksgiving to you, and we also ask you to provide for what we need, God, as teachers, Lord. I thank you, Father, for provision for a place, God, to meet every day, Lord. I thank you for the students that you've brought, Lord, when I only thought maybe there'd be two. God, we have six, God. I thank you for that, Lord. I thank you that every day... Every day they come, God. Every day they walk in this sanctuary. And, Lord, they open their word and they look at the Psalms and they pray the Psalms. They're being taught, Lord, how to pray your word. Lord, I thank you, God, that they're being taught, Lord, that your presence, your presence and time with you is all they need, God. The discipleship that's being poured into their lives. I thank you that every day, God, every afternoon the pastors can pour into their lives, Lord, can share with them over an hour and a half, oh God, just that time that it's just not typical, Lord. I thank you, Father, for that time you made. I pray you would give the, the pastors just wisdom and insight this next semester, Lord, what they're to bring to these kids to strengthen them. Lord, I thank you for each one of the students. I thank you, God, that they want to pursue you, Lord. I thank you that you have um, bonded them together in a special way, Lord. I thank you, God, that you have just been with us in all the things we didn't know and didn't understand and weren't sure where to step, God. You brought us each step. And I just pray for this next year, God, for growth, Lord, for growth in students, for growth in teachers, for growth in ability, for growth, God, in finances, for growth, Lord, spiritually. God, that your Holy Ghost would just come down on these kids, God, and that you would baptize them new and fresh, Lord, that they would walk in the power of the Holy Ghost, that, Lord, they would be prepared for this, this to be witnesses today, God, not just in the future, but, Lord, even now, God. We thank you, God, for your goodness and your mercy. In Jesus' name, amen. Let me give thanksgiving for what God's done through our church. And what I want to do is I just want to read to you some of the things that God has really through y'all as a body and through what God has really done through each and every one of us in this city and in this world today and just some of the different things that we saw God do this year. Um, this year, we were able to put on two different LSU worship nights that impacted the campus and saw people come to know Jesus that night. We sent a group of mission, a group to serve New York City and a mission trip there that saw dozens of people come to Jesus and get saved in there and plugged into a local church. We were able to continue to support and give into the, what was going on in Ukraine and minister to people there through relationships that we have. We put on a minister's retreat in Tennessee that ministered to pastors who were many of them who had even thought about giving up in ministry because of how difficult it was. We saw an ESL ministry begin in this church in this last year that reached to many people in this community who never had an opportunity to learn English. And not just that, but to hear the gospel and to build relationships with true born-again believers. We, we were able to put on a 40 Days for Life ministry for the, for the abortion clinic. But even more than that, the abortion clinic was shut down and we were able to start an Embrace Grace ministry for those who are in need during a pregnancy. At LSU, we passed out thousands and thousands of bags this year, able to minister to thousands of people on the campus. 
We were able to minister to international students after week after week. We had a group from LSU going to the international dinners to be able to minister to people there. We put on a, a night of hope to reach the community of Denham Springs. We were able to minister in St. Francisville at the Christmas in the country. We had Thanksgiving outreach this year. We put, a, put out more meals than we ever have for people outside in the community and the church. We had LSU tailgates where we passed out over 300 different gospel tracts and opportunities to minister to people there. Operation Christmas Child where we gave over 400, I think it was 470 or 480 boxes to children for the gospel to go out in the world. We had a prayer march at the Capitol that led, was led and ministered by many in this room. Many, Several of us got to go into Congress during session and pray for leaders and the prison ministry continued all through that. And I just want you to think about that. That is a huge list of what God has done through our church. And praise God. Praise God for what he's done through our church. But, but and we're going we're gonna to thank him for that. But also to encourage you guys, as Pastor Lee has been preaching to us, and as you just heard through several of their prayers, we, the reason why we are going full steam ahead in this is because we truly believe this is the final two minutes. These are the final moments that the church has on the earth. And with everything in us, we do not want to let up and, and, and miss out and, and not participate with what God wants to do. And I'm thankful that we have been a church that has participated and will continue to participate with what God is doing in the earth today. And the reason why we are able to do so much of that that I just read is because of a body of believers at First New Testament Church that believed that God wanted to move in the earth. And they gave their time and they gave their energy and they gave their finances and they gave every bit of it. And so tonight what we do is we want to give thanks to God in that. And one way we want to particularly give thanks is it look, this is the final days of the year is for us to give financially to give, to continue to see what God's going to do in the next coming year. There are several different ministries. There's those are Most of those will probably continue on, but there's several different ministries that will start within this next year. And with even in the few, next few weeks that we desire to impact the city where God has placed us. And so it's through your giving and your participation and your prayers that God is going to continue to use us to be able to reach thousands of people for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So while I don't want us to leave the altars, I don't want us to move away from this attitude of praise, but I do want us to know that the ushers are going to be moving around. And if you are here today, and I just encourage you to stand up and participate in every bit of this service. You're here today and you, you look, you're like, I'm moved on my heart that God is doing so much. And maybe I can't go to it, but I can give. Then find an usher. The ushers are going to be around and give tonight. Be a giver. Take part in advancing the kingdom of God. But let's thank God right now. The ushers are going to be moving around and so that you can give and you can tithe into that. You can give an offering into giving into what God's doing. But let's take a moment and let's thank God. So maybe if you could just gather a few of you together. Because it's easy for me to sit behind a mic right now and you just listen to me pray. But I would just say this to you. Why don't you get two to three of you together right now and let's begin to thank God for all the different ministries and opportunities and things that God did through our church. And you begin to pray and you begin to thank God. And you, saints of God, take ownership of what Jesus has done. So think of all the things that we read off and let's just thank them. Let God hear your praise. Let, let your prayers be incense to God right now so that God continue to bless and move through us and we wouldn't see the end of it in the coming year, but we'd see even an increase, even more ministry to come out. So dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we do, we thank you, Jesus. Oh God, how good you've been, how wonderful you've been to us, God. You've given us so much opportunity, Jesus, to participate with you in the things of God. And Lord, we don't want to let up. We don't want to go back, God. We don't want to miss out on all that you're doing. We recognize and we do hear that you've spoken. It's the final moments for the church on this earth. God, let the church be strong. Let the church be on the march. Let the church be on the move. Let the church be storming the gates of hell in every way, God. And Lord, let us be a church that gets to participate in that. And we pray, Father, in twenty in 2023, God, that you would do so much more. But we thank you for what you did in 2022. So many different opportunities, so many different ministries that came out of this church, God. And we give you thanks. We give you glory. We give you honor. And we pray that all of it would be for your name, not for us as a church, not for the name of this church, but for the name of Jesus Christ in the earth today. And so, Lord, use us. Help us, God. And, Lord, give us a great joy tonight and an excitement tonight to be able to continue to give into this, God, financially, to be givers. God, to know that our giving is not just because we give to, we do tradition, but it is to advance the kingdom of God and to see the ministry of Jesus Christ continue forth in the world, in the place that you've placed us and in this world, Jesus. So we thank you. We celebrate what you've done, God, and we give you all the glory and the honor. Jesus' name.
that song and we've sung it many times. And when I hear that part, he set me free, we always go back to when he set us free from bondage. But I feel like the Lord wants to hear our church tonight that that freedom is also him setting us free in this world with his spirit, with his authority. He tells us to go out and just be free in him and he'll do the rest. We don't have to worry about what the world will say or what it looks like. Let the Lord lead you. Just be free in that. And don't let the devil attempt to silence your voice because the Lord gives us that loud roar from the pits of our stomach. And he wants us to rejoice and be free in the world, not just free from sin, but free in him.
We thank you for your faithfulness, God. Thank you that there's nothing in you that ever changes, that you're the same yesterday, today, and forever. That we have chosen to put our trust and our faith in a God who is faithful, who never fails us, who never leaves us, who never forsakes us. God, your word is true, and we've built our life on it, and it's a firm foundation that we stand upon. And we just praise you tonight and honor you, God, that no matter what comes, no matter what happens in this world around us, no matter what our circumstances say, you are faithful, and your exceeding precious promises will stand. And so, God, we just choose tonight to praise you and to put our trust in you and to believe you and put our hope in you, God. And Father, I thank you, and we thank you together corporately right now, God, for the financial provisions that you have made for this church over this last year, that we have not needed one thing, that in the midst of an economy that is falling apart and a world that is confused, you have provided for every need, that everything on this property is paid for. There is no debt at this church, that there is no need, God. And I thank you, Lord, that you've done it through your people. And so, God, we ask you to do it again, just to do it again, God, to continue to bless your people financially so that we can give to your work, so that we can be faithful to do what you've asked us to do. And, Father, I pray for every family in this church that there would be abundant blessings over their lives. I'm just so reminded, God, of the word that you spoke to our church just weeks ago, and you said to us that the next thing is a great thing. And the next thing is something that you are going to do for us and through us. And so, God, we agree with that word. We invite you to do whatever you want, God, to have your way in our lives. And so, God, we ask you, would you please provide financially for everything that is in your heart that you want to accomplish through us? We just desire it so much, God, that there would be nothing in your heart that you want for this church or for these people, or for this city, or for this ministry that could not be done because of limited finances. And we just believe you, God, to bless your people, to let your favor rest upon us, so that as we give, as you pour into us, that you would make us faithful givers to give that back to you so that the work of your kingdom could be accomplished. And Father, we thank you that we can trust you. I pray against fear. I pray against anxiety in the lives of this church, of the people here, God, that as we live in this time, that the world is just shaking around us, God. There's so much confusion and there's doubt and worry, and there's probably more bad things ahead of us, God. And so I ask you to make your church a living example to the world that you would do something in your people and through your people that the world could look upon and say, I need that, I want that. That you would raise up your church as a living example in this world today of power and that the world would see it, God, and you would draw all men unto you because of the life that you allow us to live, because of the way that you put your power inside of us and your glory inside of us, God that we would live a life that the world would see in this time of great uncertainty, that the world would see the greatness of God and the power of God. Use us, Lord. Make us faithful people who would give away everything to honor you. And we ask for your favor and your blessings and just for you to financially pour everything that is needed to accomplish everything that you desire to do in this coming year. Thank you for your faithfulness, God. We honor you and praise you. Thank you, God. God, I thank you for the staff, for the ministers, and for the volunteers, God. I thank you for staff members who you have called from the secular workplace, God. It's not that any of them are somehow better than the rest of the church, but God, you have done this, Lord. They could make much more money. They could do many more things with their lives personally. But, Lord, they've answered your call and they sacrifice to you, and they're there 24-7, Lord God. They're here late, they're here early, and they serve you, God. I thank you for that. I thank you for that privilege, God. I thank you that this year you've expanded even our ministers, Lord God, on staff, Lord God, three more associate pastors, Lord God. The calling of Jeff to go and to do the work that you're going to have him do in North Louisiana, God. I thank you, God. Lord, we just thank you for 
this, Lord God, that you have put us together as a team to be able to serve and to wash the feet of the body, God. I thank you for the example of Pastor Lee and all of the other members of the ministry team here, Lord God. Lord God, more than anything, I really think I just thank you for the people of the church. Through the ministry, God, that you have brought has really mostly been through them in our outreach. It's been through them, God. It's been through people who don't play a game of church, but God, who you speak to in the workday and in their families and everything, and they hear the voice of the Holy Spirit, and they say, yes, I'll do this, even though I work a full-time job, even though I have a family. Yes, I'll give, even though it means this sacrifice. Yes, I'll labor. And they teach us what it is to praise God. And I thank you that you have given us at First New Testament Church this group of people that we are blessed, God, to call one another brothers and sisters in the kingdom, but even more family and a church. And I just say thank you, God, that we are so richly blessed by you in all these things. Amen. Amen. Isn't it wonderful to serve Jesus? I just I just thank the Lord tonight how wonderful it is that, you know, we, we are able to come at the end of the year and so many times throughout the year and come back to the Lord and tell Him thanks. Because our God is so good and benevolent and gracious. Just thinking of that song, all my life you've been faithful. All my life you've been so good. I want us for just one moment to praise God. I want you to do it with your mouth. We're just going to exalt the Lord. We're going to lift up the name of the Lord. All right. God calls himself by many names in his word. He is the healer. He is the righteousness of our life. He is our peace. He is the almighty God. Just begin to exalt the name of the Lord. Come on, lift your mouth. Open your mouth. Lift your voices. And Father, we just magnify you tonight because you are the everlasting God. Lord, you are faithful and you are true. There is no one like you, God. There is no other God beside you. You are the King of kings and you are the Lord of lords. Father, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your righteousness shall endure. Great is your mercy, Lord, for your mercy never fails, O God. And we magnify you, Lord, as the God who saves, the God who redeems, the God who imputes righteousness, the God who gives peace, the God who gives healing, the God who gives hope. We thank you, Lord, for everlasting life, for you are the God of life. You are the God of light. You are the God of truth. We thank you, Lord, that you have overcome and prevailed our enemies, God. And you have washed our sins in your precious blood, Lord Jesus. So we lift you up. We lift up your name, God. We lift up the name of Jesus, Lord. And we exalt you, God. Worthy is Jehovah. Elohim. Jehovah Sidkenu. Jehovah Shama. Jehovah Rome. Oh, God. Jehovah Shalom. Our Emmanuel are with us, God. Oh, we love you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For just a moment, I have the privilege to just be able to highlight a few of the things that we've witnessed, God, that he has done this year in in the way of miracles and testimony. And I remember hearing a testimony not long ago, a few months ago, when in the uh, in the youth meeting, Landon was on crutches. He was not able to use his leg. Some of the youth got around Landon, and they prayed over him. And that night, he put his crutches away. He's been healed ever since. I praise the Lord for that. Thank God that Caitlin Richard was healed of her migraines. I thank the Lord that Joe Allman's mother, whose hip was broken... And she was about to go in for surgery. God healed her broken hip. I thank the Lord for our FNT Academy. I thank the Lord for our new storage building. I thank the Lord for the remodel of our sanctuary before the Encouraged Conference. And I thank God we were able to do that all debt-free. Praise God. No loans taken out. I wanted to read this testimony to you, if I could pull it up. I love gadgets, but I'm not much of a tech person. This was written by Emily. 
and she wrote this. She said, a little over a month ago, this was a while back, but a little over a month ago, we were presented with the opportunity to adopt a baby that was due towards the end of May. We were very excited and wanted everything to work out. But this whole process has had a lot of ups and downs already. And there's still so much that would need to be done. Today we spoke with our attorney a couple of times and things aren't looking like we will have a successful adoption. I also wanted to mention that our last fertility treatment failed and we have started another round. Tomorrow will be my first of many appointments for this round. This evening has been rough for us. Please be praying that God's will will be done in both of these situations and that we'll have peace and joy in the outcomes. Some point after that text was sent out, Drake was moved by the Lord on a Sunday morning with a word of knowledge. And he said, I believe that there are more than one women here in the service today that really desire to have a child, but there are complications and there's some frustrations and we want to pray for you. We want to believe God to touch you. It was marvelous. Two Emilys came forward. And one of those was the Emily that just wrote that. And we testify that both have had successful pregnancies. They, con- they, they conceived on the same day. Baby Hazel is with us. Praise the Lord. It's a miracle. A miracle of God. Baby Judah is a miracle. Things we witnessed the Lord do in his life. There were no need for leg or ankle braces. His ankles are fine. He failed a hearing test. He was prayed for. He went back. He was healed and passed his hearing test. Praise the Lord. Marcel's was having trouble in her eyes. She was not able to see the letters in in the words. She was losing her sight. They laid hands on her and immediately her eyesight was restored. Many people were blessed through answered prayer with their jobs and their work. We saw marriages restored this year. I mean, just miraculously restored. Bridget Anzavina was healed from cancer this year. I celebrate, you know, in the book of Hebrews, it talks about, in the in the book of faith, it talked about how some people, you know, they received their miracles, they did great exploits, they raised the dead, but others suffered and others were tortured and others were tormented, but they were just as much the people of faith that saw particular miracles of healing or resurrections. And even though some didn't see the healings and the resurrections and the miracles that maybe they had sought after, the Bible celebrates their faith to believe God through hardship and times. And I rejoice in in some of these testimonies. Shauna just been dealing with illnesses in her body, but just testifying of God's faith. Shannon Cannon and Angie both who have battled so many things with cancer this year that have just been an inspiration as we've watched them and share their testimonies and their faith in the Lord. Time would fail me to speak of James Van Valkenburg, Billy McEnroy, who have continued to battle with illnesses in their life, but they continue to lift us up. And I believe that's a celebration, a celebration of faith and glory to God. Aaron Lee had uh, a a need for healing in his life. He had some trouble in his liver. They went and took tests and he had a high enzyme count in his liver. He was prayed for here in the church. They went back and retook the test and his enzymes were normal. His liver was healed. <laughs> Chloe Atwell is a nurse in the hospital and she has given the testimony that in one particular instant, there was a man that she had been ministering to who was having life Uh, life-giving surgery. His heart stopped in the surgery. She was able to pray for him and his heart started back. Another, Another incident that she experienced in the hospital was a girl was brought to the hospital and she was dead. She was just clinically dead from a drug overdose and Chloe prayed over her 
and she was brought back to life. Before the doctors could even really give her treatment, Hector Vega's wife was healed of a blood clot. I thank the Lord Ben Sloniker's grandmother was ministered to and healed. Jonathan Skiles, we were praying for him and his church and the the people he was leased from in, in California changed their price from $2 a square foot to $1.20. Almost cut the price of their lease in half. Our weather for the Arise Conference in May, we were supposed to have horrible rain Saturday and all through Sunday. The forecast was hail and wind and floods. What we prayed, and if you watch the radar, during that Arise Conference, all of the rain was moving from the west to the east, but it just stopped at the Texas and Louisiana border. It, it was It just stopped. It was like a wall was there. It was amazing to watch on the radar. All day, Saturday and Sunday, we had sunny weather. We were able to have our Arise Conference and all of our events, and it didn't rain until that night when everything was over. A pastor in Central, Michael Groves' father, had throat cancer. He was healed of that throat cancer. Amen. Mr. Arsenault, his wife, testified to us that the life left his body he was they were going down the interstate and he was dead and when they got to the hospital without the doctors treating him he sat up and wanted pizza i'll never forget i just want some pizza god raised him from the dead i praise god i praise the lord we prayed for the kinchins because we we understand that travis's son luke was in a horrible truck accident and, and he should have been dead. It was a miracle that his girlfriend was not with him in the truck where she would have been sitting was totally collapsed. It was almost as if, if you looked at the truck, it was demolished except for where he sat. It was as though an angel had just blocked anything from being crushed right there. And not, I just think a couple of weeks ago, Luke was here in church with us. Amen. Julie Ivy and Barry Ivy, his mother was battling uh, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma several years ago. She had severe side effects from the chemo and the radiation. Recently, she was diagnosed with cancer on her tongue, which has a very uh, involved and brutal procedure. But on July 18th, when they went to MD Anderson and retested her, there was no cancer in her tongue. Praise the Lord. Gina Henson's grand Gina Henson's granddaughter had failed two hearing tests. We prayed for her. This was recent. Another test was done and the little granddaughter passed her hearing test. God opened up her hearing. And another one, and I know there's so many. I also can testify of Jonathan, you know, and battling his illnesses, just up here and worshiping God and serving the Lord as though. He has no trouble but to believe God. But Leah Wilkes conceived, and the egg came from her ovary, and there was no Philippian. What is it? Philip. I'm saying Philippians. I, I just want to be right in that. Philippian? There was no tube that the egg came through. No tube. The doctor testified it was a miracle. Right here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Right now, let's just believe God. Listen, this is what I desire to do. We're going to pray. But I desire with all of my heart that this will be a year coming up like no other year we have ever experienced in the Lord. I pray that we will testify of such mirrors. But I pray this room will be packed out from people that have been healed, people that have been delivered, people that have been rescued from addictions that there would be so many people. Would you pray that God would use you to bring somebody to Jesus this year? That God would use you to bring somebody from darkness to light, from death to life. Come on, ask the Lord to use you. The Holy Ghost lives in you. Use your gifts. Exercise your gifts. Walk in faith. For God's sake, do something different this year. Put away offenses, put away hurt feelings, put away pity, and let's just rise up as the soldiers of God. Let's pray for miracles right now. Let's thank Him for the miracles He's done. 
But right now, let's pray for miracles. And Father, in the name of Jesus, we just echo the prayer in Acts chapter 4. Father, this church of Jesus in America and the world is under attack. Father, there are laws that are being passed, the Marriage Act and other laws and the IRS and its movement to try to bring harm and hindrance to the church of Jesus Christ. Lord, behold their threatenings. And Lord, give us the boldness to preach your gospel. And you stretch out your arm, Father, and do wonders and miracles and signs for your holy child, Jesus. Fill this place with the Holy Ghost, God. And anoint us, God, to give irrefutable evidence of the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And dear God, let great grace upon every one of us. Let us be mature, God. Don't let us live like snowflakes this year, always crumbling when somebody hurts our feelings or something. Let us be the soldiers of Jesus Christ. Let us walk this walk, God. Let us lift up our brothers, God. Let us help one another. Let us be quick to forgive. Let us be slow to anger and slow to judgment and quick to mercy, God. Lord, let us see the prodigals come home. Let us see the lost saved, Father. Let us not be afraid. Let us not be ashamed of you, Jesus. Father, let us see the healing and the power and the miracles that only the Holy Ghost can perform in this hour. And we give you the glory and we give you the praise. Put your hands together and give a shout of praise to Jesus. Hallelujah.
attitude of worship as we take communion read from Galatians yet we know that a person is made right with God by faith in Jesus Christ not by obeying the law and we have believed in Christ Jesus so that we might be made right with God because of our faith in Christ not because we have obeyed the law for no one will ever be made right with God by obeying the law rather I am a sinner and if I rebuild the old system of the law I already tore down I'm a sinner when I tried to keep the law, it condemned me, so I died to the law. I stopped trying to meet all its requirements so that I might live for God. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I just want us to remember that and not take it for granted tonight as we take communion. To not put our hope in ourselves, our own efforts of trying to be righteous and feel like I'm worthy to stand in these altars or anything like that. But the only way we're made right with God, the only way we can approach God, it's not by how many people I witnessed to, not how many temptations I overcame, it's but by faith alone in Jesus Christ to live for God, not to live to meet the requirements of the law, but to live for God alone and our focus on Christ and what he's done. When we do that, we're right with God. There's nothing hindering us. There's no, we have no fault. We're presented blameless before the Lord when we trust in Christ and what he's done for us. So I just want to open communion with that and Let's just think upon the Lord and not let those things grow old to us or grow familiar to us. Ask the Lord to make it new in our hearts and new new in our faith. Lord, we thank you for your blood, God. We thank you for your cross, that you died for us, Lord. God, you gave your life for us, and now we can stand boldly before your presence, God. We can receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. We can receive all the things that you have for us, not by our striving or our working, God, but just by faith in you, by trust in your Son, Jesus, Lord. We thank you for your great grace and your blood. 